Yeah, I didn't. So I was gone. going to say Which... things that I had no idea. I was just gonna. <laughs> you, you were captain of the grocery grocery. I store. was captain. I was stood in the front and blew a whistle. No. <laughs> Welcome to the B Mega Podcast, where we join writers Adam and Luke for thrilling creativity and outlandish imagination as they create mega stories before your very ears. Grocery bag, mega listeners, it's time to fill up on justice and virtue. This week's mega hero is the Grocery Storm. Welcome, welcome to the B Mega Podcast. This is the only place on the internet where you can hear me, Luke, get together with my great pal, Adam, as we... Uh, use our our megification process to make megas superheroes who are inspired by random experiences we've had uh, things we've seen things we've said uh, things we've smelled tasted all often adam what's the tastiest experience that you've had recently tasty the tastiest experience that i've had recently Oh man, that's a good question. It was probably donut related. Oh yeah. Um, the, well, you know the the thing that first thing that comes to mind. I live in a neighborhood that's called Little Portugal, and there are a lot of little Portuguese places around. Hmm. And there's a little Portuguese bakery, and they make these custard tarts that oh. are like I don't. They're basically they're like little pudding pies. That made that was a very like Midwestern way to describe these amazing custard tarts. These little pudding pies they make, Luke. They're good. Woo! But anyway, these custard tarts—they're like, oh, uh, I don't know how they cook them, cook them, bake them. I don't know how they make these things, but the top is like browned, like with just like a little bit of caramelization. Ooh. It's this yellow custard, and they're like. The size that you can hold it in your little palm of your hand and you can eat it in, you know, maybe I would say like three or four good sized bites. Ooh, oh, yeah. That's the best kind or of snack. It's like exactly the size that you can fit it all in your mouth, <laughs> but it's way <laughs> too big to be an adult shoving that much dessert in your mouth but if nobody's around you'd probably be like well nobody's around i'm just gonna eat this one but it's like one of those things that i always feel like what happens to me is then i do that i shove it in my mouth and then somebody immediately walks in the room right and demands a conversation and uh, i i gotta i gotta try to choke down this fistful of custard tart i just <laughs> shoved it in my face Little known fact, Fistful of Custard Tart is one of the best Clint Eastwood Western movies of all time. It's also an amazing Portuguese punk band. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's one of those things where art imitates art. It's really it's yeah, art it's imitating good. art imitating food. It's the best. We're talking about Art Garfunkel, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always, anytime, oh, okay. anytime we say art, it should be Any assumed. Any generic reference of art, he's the patron saint of art. Yeah. 
Could have been worse. They could have called him the patron saint of Garfunkel. <laughs> that sounds like something made up. Gar- Garfunkel, I think, is uh, it's the name of a condition one has when they when one has trouble gargling. I was gonna say that it was it's people who sprout out of mushrooms on rainy <laughs> rainy evenings. The Garfunkels. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they eat <laughs> no tell me what do they eat Adam I was going to say they eat the mushrooms <laughs> it wasn't even good that was why I was like I wish I had a better I, I, I assumed it was the custard tarts the custard tarts they eat custard tarts oh Garf- well <laughs> Where were we? Hey, tasty experiences. So what's uh, what's the tastiest experience you've had? Well, like what? <laughs> I was stuck in a grocery store during an insane six-hour sale. Uh, I didn't know what I had gotten myself into. I just wanted a handful of items, and look, this this sale was turning people into characters from Mad Max. Uh, this was an apocalyptic level shopping event. There were well, people... Was it a grocery store wide clearance? Was this like a no, huge... It was just a, like a, a page worth of items were on sale at greatly reduced prices. And nobody had shopping carts. The lines were extending from the, the registers all the like halfway down every grocery aisle and i was afraid that something had happened in our like in our region that i was unaware of like there had been (laughs) you know that's a weird experience when you're in a grocery store and everybody's buying bottled water or something and you're like is there a was i haven't looked at the news today is something happening (laughs) right there's some sort of weather or security related crisis happening yeah. I should know about yeah I, I was searching frantically on my phone just to make sure just to double check even <laughs> though my wife said it was just a sale just wanted to make sure it wasn't in preparation for something it, it depends on what things they were buying Was it, if it was like pork and beans and I guess that would be a pretty good thing to buy if the yeah. apocalypse was coming pork and beans and cat food canned cat food good apocalypse food ooh but I so this whole time I'm standing in the store, all I want is to go eat dinner. I just want to eat something because I stood in this grocery store for an hour, and Ooh. I didn't get to taste anything. That's the thing. I didn't get to taste anything but the sweat that was dripping down my face from standing with all these other people in line at the cash register. So this this whole <laughs> doomsday grocery store experience inspired this week's hero the grocery storm the grocery storm is great to me in a bunch of levels because i i like i'm a little obsessed with the grocery stores for a bunch of reasons (laughs) that we don't have to get all the way into but i i worked in a grocery store for like for eight years luke i worked in a grocery store for eight Years. That's a good it's still chunk. the longest job I've ever had. Because of that, I spent a ton of time thinking about how grocery stores work. Because, sure. you know, you do. 
everybody buys groceries. And unless you're in the highest high-end type of grocery store, your your Whole Foods or whatever the modern version is, right? They're still they still exist. There's not a they are the modern Whole Foods. Whole Foods is the modern Whole Foods. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or there's like you know discount stores at the other end of the spectrum. But then the majority of your standard stores in the middle, you see everybody full spectrum. Because we all have to buy groceries. Yeah, like there are very few of us that are self-sufficient when it comes to food. And it's it's interesting to go from a larger, a larger, more modern store at, uh, to you know maybe um, a smaller kind of quote traditional grocery store, kind of an older style um, experience. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting to see the the ways that it's developed over time. The way that we've all changed our habits and approaches to how we buy the food that we eat but then this storm element i really liked also <laughs> but the concept of controlling the weather or of somehow being powered by or connected to nature to the right. to, but especially the weather that i mean if you were gonna if i was gonna pick a category of powers i, I mean the weather pretty much there's everything that we as humanity think that we can do in the world and then the weather periodically come by comes by and says ha, 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 <laughs> you, you, i'm in charge so i feel like yeah. control over the weather is a so the grocery storm feels like I, to me it feels like it must be this like everyman hero but with this incredible strength I just realized something. I think one of the reasons you and I are so tuned into this grocery store concept, aside from the fact that you work there, and I think it's you and I really do enjoy <laughs> we we enjoy some food. So the grocery store oh, yeah. is kind of um, near and dear to our stomachs. I mean, our hearts. I even remember. When we were like in high school, probably that we would just go to the grocery store, which is, yeah. I mean, kind of a small town thing anyway, because there's what are you going to do? But I remember worse than going to the grocery store is I remember going to at least two grocery stores in other towns. <laughs> yes. Like we went to another, we drove clear to a different place and just went to their grocery store. Yeah. Dead, basically the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. To take a road trip and buy a thing that we could have gotten at our local grocery store. That's that's a really good place to start with this character actually because I feel like this this the person who becomes the grocery storm is a teenager or can maybe near college age somewhere in there 18, mm -hmm. 17, 18 years old. And I think they live in a small town. I think the the story starts in a in a small um, kind of traditional rural town and this kid is working at a grocery store like a bagger probably uh, kind of a stock person bagger um, yeah yeah I don't have very much experience with grocery stores that are family owned yeah but I feel like this I feel like this grocery store is probably run by you know a, a fairly large family uh, that are that right take on. this business very seriously, and I feel like this kid might be one of those family members. What do you think? Well, I guess. Do you think that this kid is into it, or is it? Uh, I mean, it kind of depends on 
the per, like what what do you think of this person's personality? Like what's you, their I think stake in this thing? I think initially and my gut instinct was to say that this kid uh hates this job, but then that's a really easy that's kind of low hanging fruit to grab for a for a character's kind of uh development. If the character is related to this family mm-hmm. maybe everybody else in this family has um has been very dedicated to the grocery store um and the ideals of this 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 whole grocery experience are they're right. very traditional they're very old school um and i think this kid is is the youngest of the of the the family and is very very in tune with like modern technology uh is right. is kind of tired of how this this grocery store is managing its um managing its assets kind of using the the uh older version of of grocery store management i guess does that make mm-hmm. sense yeah it does i like the i what well, <clears throat> i like because i think there's a <laughs> again my opinions on grocery the grocery business but <laughs> no i think there's we're at an interesting time when it comes to any especially like larger scale service i don't want to over celebrate that the older way of doing things is always better because sure. that's obviously not the point but i do i do like in this case and the idea of how we get our food like i love the idea of thinking about this sort of depersonalization and corporatization of that those kinds of industries and that these guys, this family represents um, people who've fought against that and have maintained the clientele and done okay in spite of it. Sure. Maybe, maybe this person left. I mean, maybe there's, maybe there's. I don't want to build. I always got to build more into it. But I was thinking that it's just a strange time to start working there at 17 or 8. It seems like they would have been working there for longer. Yeah. And then it's like, well, do they hate it or do they? So I just wonder if maybe they. Well, I don't know. Well, I like going. I kind of like where you're headed with that. Like they've left, they've they've gone away from the family. Maybe they've gone to school. They have this kind of chip on their shoulder where they've gone to school and they they've seen automated uh, technology yeah, yeah. used in grocery stores and malls and 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 they think that this is like that's that's how things are now and that their family is is so old school and they they there's this unwarranted sense of contempt for the rest of their family because of how they right. they for they they run their store but then this kid comes of... back home and is unable to get a job someplace and ends up maybe working at this grocery store like reluctantly totally. and and none of the none of the rest of the family went went to the, they graduated high school and that was it or whatever and so, but then, the, so the kid has to come crawling back and get a job, and so they give him a, some sort of menial job or something. But he's just constantly trying to get them to change everything and not doing not doing the job he's supposed to do because yes. he does, thinks it's beneath him and yes. criticizing everybody. Just sort of this really and, uh, and trying to say that all these things need to change when in fact the business is doing really well. That yeah. one of the nice things about the way they've done things is they really have never lost a huge amount of their customer base over time that they, you know, I mean, they've, they have struggles because it's hard to run any business anytime, but. So this kid, once they come back they're this, uh, this idea that they're like trying to change things and, and trying to, uh, change the way that the, that the rest of the family is running things. Like maybe they, they sign 
uh, like they forge paperwork like in their their parents' name to get new like quote new products into the store that nobody in their town really cares about. Yeah, yeah. Um, they 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 do all of these kind of sneaky, underhanded things to to try to make the store change, and it's literally like it's turning everyone everyone in this town off to this kid, and maybe even to the family. Like maybe it's affecting the the family's relationship with the rest of the town. It's the why, right? That's the that's yeah. the question. Is so why why does he want it to be like? Is he? Does he really want to make it better? Or, or I mean, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't care. I think his intention is good. I think the intention is there that he wants it to be better, and I think that he he thinks that the family could do even better. Like he he dreams of this family being like multimillionaires, having having properties in every state, uh, not having to work every night every weekend like they do mm-hmm. even though they do that out of choice because that's how right. they run the business um like his his intention is is to improve them but it's just not it's 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 backfiring for everyone right like he yeah, i like that a lot like maybe he gets new uh new uniforms for everyone like he orders some sort of like hot topic style t-shirt hat combination for all the the employees and and it just confuses everyone that comes into the grocery store i like that and i'll i would add to that that they maybe he also sells advertising on the uniforms (laughs) yes and in the store and oh maybe maybe no i like the hot topic uniforms leave that alone that he sells advertising in the store including like the strip club has like a little kiosk with late, like, like he just, every time they come in, he sold like a new section of the store to like just some random outside source. Like he thinks that the, that he can make the grocery store experience, uh, interactive or something too. And like, he's trying to sell things online and get advertising that way and trying to ship products. But like he he manages to set up a, a a drone delivery service in the bakery, so like everyone comes in to get donuts and they they can't get them right there in the store. They have to be delivered by drone. The drone follows you home though because it's not a very sophisticated <laughs> drone, so it's just on a little leash. It it won't release the food until it gets to the until it gets to the yeah, house. So you just basically you just have to drag the drone on the leash to your house and then it'll released uh, so this guy's back he's wreaking havoc all over the grocery store why do they allow it uh like, why, because why i think allow it? i think the family is just good natured i think the the reason for the same reason that this family's business has succeeded for so long they're just good natured genuinely decent people and here was a member of their family who despite all of the the naysaying that he has thrown their way, they they decide to kind of throw him a bone and and try to get him back on his feet. I think. So do they are they are they trying to teach him the ways of like proper grocery? I think there's probably. You know what I mean, like I feel like there should be like a parent or a yeah. grandparent or. Yeah, like there's. I think there's a mentor when he comes back and they give him the job. There's some sort of family mentor who. Um, gives him nuggets of wisdom that he 
generally just ignores or like maybe it's you know a, a grandmother that's normally at the store five in the morning yeah, yeah. doing doing work that that nobody would expect her to do and she's just dedicated to it and she's she's teaching him the ways of the ways of the grocery right it doesn't feel like he's driven by money or fame or anything grocery fame so what's the like what what's his end game what's it what does he want from life like what does he want to accomplish with his life's work maybe maybe he thinks he can first step improve upon the processes that he sees as archaic to make the store better and then phase two maybe eventually take over the store from his parents right or from whichever family member like why does he why does he want to do that i think the reason he went back there for the job even though he you know he's gone to school and he has all of these big ideas for how grocery how the grocery experience should be i think he's tried to work at other grocery stores and they think he's a real pain in the neck because he wants to change all of their corporate standards and none of them will have it uh, so he's like lost all of these jobs because he's tried to change their processes. So, so he was given a love. I mean, maybe this grandmother who he's close with, maybe he was given a love for the, the values of the grocery business, yeah. of the grocer, the values of the grocer, but just didn't, just doesn't, just thinks there are better ways. Sees yeah. that there's waste and thinks that. Seems like this person would be really driven by reason and facts you know what i mean like yeah. that it would be that that in a family of warm touchy feely sort of people this person is really analytical yes. and driven by facts yes. and and you know says if we want to if we want if we want to help people like, like that so that there is still a tie to the family's desire to be a like quality grocer for the community but this just takes a completely different yeah like, route with the way that this person's head works. Like he doesn't even think that sh- that customers should come into the store. It, like he comes up with some some piece of some analysis of like how much energy is wasted when doors open and shut, and according to like different seasons yeah. of the year, and why having customers come in and out all day is is a is a drain on your business resources. And oh yeah, just the the, the gas of the customers to drive there and their cars yeah. and the the staff at the grocery store and all of it. He he gives this like presentation to his family uh, just detailing all of these quote wastes and they're all like just jaws dropped just kind of looking at each other like what is Squirrely <laughs> Joe talking about? Squirrely Joe. That's his name. Squirrely Joe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because of this kind of being at odds and and bringing all of these like new things into the store, he's he's put himself at odds kind of with his family and with that mentor relationship. Um, it's kind of strained. And then the community is a little like they really like the family, but then there's this guy and he's just he's got everybody wearing hot topic <laughs> shirts and hats at the at the store and. And you can't get a cucumber and uh, without getting an advertisement for the local strip club. Like it's on it. <laughs> That's what it is. He sells sponsorship of the produce. On it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, sponsorship cucumber. on. He, That's the first sponsorship he sells as he sells the cucumber wrap sponsorship to the local, <laughs> local drag and drop. <laughs> 
strip club slash internet cafe. <laughs> Where it's it's frowned upon to look up internet porn. <laughs> I would thought the all like the walls were made of screens that were just nothing but internet porn. <laughs> Scratch what I said. That's exactly what it is. Is there something like I? I'm curious about this grandmother, but yes. maybe that maybe she'll come back in further in the in the megification event. But I think he's over consumed with trying to do everything. Sure, he just he wants to do all of it. So that's why uh, it's a different project every day, and the he's he's constantly um, throwing things out there to try new things and to test things. And yeah. well, what are they? What are this? What's he afraid of? Like, what's his? What's his worry in the world? I think his real concern would be that his family isn't around because they were the lifeline for him when he came back needing a job, despite all right. the stuff that he says about about them being archaic and 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 old fashioned. He still, I think, there's a fear that just very relatable fear. I can't make. You know, judgments for everybody there's a it's a very human fear of just not having someone around whether it's family right friends on. just a human connection that that one piece that that kind of keeps you connected to humanity i think there might be something I, like maybe his grandmother is terminally ill in all of this like trying to change the store he's not really spending as much quality time with her he's mm. treating her more like a um like a fellow employee and less like right. the family member that he would actually want to to keep her out like he's gotten caught up in this this daily doing of things right and and is kind of straining his relationship with her kind of ignoring what she's saying right and not appreciating the fact that she may not be around that much longer well and getting maybe discount maybe all of that is causing him to be less close with his family anyway right. and that part of coming back even though it was also I mean he he had always hoped he would go and get experience other places and learn all these new things and bring them back and then that didn't work out and so then he thought he would come back and 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 that the problem was that he didn't have his family and he would be able to do it this time because he had them but it just because he refuses that like he doesn't want to work with them he wants them to work for him so he right he really kind of turns them off and and gets everybody kind of has he, he kind of becomes less and less connected to the family over time right what if he finally does recognize that there's something wrong like he's trying to make up like he does he maybe he says something or does something to his grandmother and feel like actually does feel bad about it because he kind of sees what he's been doing mm -hmm. so he tries another gimmick tries to get another uh gimmicky product brought into the store but this product is like like some sort of experimental health and nutrition item of some kind that's mm -hmm. that he feels could be of great benefit to her uh some like really again we're talking kind of in the mega right um side of things something that's that's meant to change a person pretty fundamentally and he doesn't tell his family about it like he wants it to be a surprise and it mm -hmm. goes wrong like something like it's some sort of uh goo or um organic material that's been packaged up and sold as as kind of a snake oil kind of of product 
Right. And he gets it. He sneaks it in like overnight for some some sale. Like he removes all the the regular pallets and puts all these pallets in. Like all these kind of shady looking dudes in like black suits and sunglasses helping him load this stuff in. They're not like your typical grocery store uh, delivery fellows. Delivery, yeah. The next day when they open the store, like these goo things have merged into something or something. They're like reacting strangely to some other product at some sort of an incident that causes like an explosion or something that injures his grandmother or maybe oh yeah like does her in maybe he's the only one who finds out that they need to do a certain thing by a certain time or something maybe or... he's caused it... it like in his his activities right. he's caused right. it to happen so he's like keeping and... it a secret Oh, maybe it's just that he commits. I maybe it's just this whatever this thing is that he buys, which I'm picturing as like an experimental protein yep. powder or shake, or maybe it's a shake. It's in a thing, and it's a it's yes. experimental, and it has it's from comes from all of these uh, genetically created things, and then so he he gets it in and replaces a whole aisle with it, and it's all a big display. And he's but he but he has he does it, and it's he spends all of the family's money, all of the grocery store's money on this big investment in this uh, in this new crazy company that makes this stuff. Yes. And so, but he because he can't tell anybody about it, he's there all night setting it all up, mm. and. The grandmother is always the first one there to open the store. And that while he's doing, like at the very end, while he's setting up the display, he knocks over a whole like pallet of this stuff or something. And it just like everywhere. And it like steam, like smoke. Yes. <laughs> and she walks in right when it, right as it happens and like melts into it or something like oh. the wicked witch. Ooh. Maybe that's too much. No, no. I like this because what if, I know we've done merged characters before, so let me know if this is too weird. <laughs> but what if this, she walks in and it it envelops her, she melts into this ooze, like becomes a part of it. And as he, like he sees this happening and he's trying to save her and he jumps in, like he, like he merges with it too. Like he, he and his grandmother become like just this sludge that gets, no, nah, I don't like that. <laughs> Can I, can I make a weird suggestion? Yes. Does it get weirder than Sludge mixing the character with his grandmother? Let's see. What if the grandmother is the grocery store? <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe no. Not. Maybe not. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. Like he. And then you just, like, the whole story is still true. And maybe he becomes her sidekick. Maybe they both, maybe she does walk in as he spills all of this goo. Like, what if he he summons the like he summons her like she's it's almost like a genie relationship like she's this so but what so is it just that because he doesn't touch the substance but he breathes it in yeah and because of that it gets into his system in a different way it doesn't with her it completely like destroys her physical form and she just becomes this little vapory person that yes. lives in his in a pickle jar in his pocket or something <laughs> grandma in the pickle jar <laughs> so they 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 are the grocery storm but it's it's her really yeah it's it's really her like he's it's like he's just a dude he just control has control over the substance that's yeah. it 
So he's still the controlling one. <laughs> Maybe they did merge in at least like a mental way that they became sort of. He was he was able to see all of her experiences or something, yeah. and, and or she was able to then because of her powers make him see. Uh, and understand why it makes sense to take care of people and why this was a horrible idea. They clean up the mess, save the grocery store. Somewhere between a genie or like a ghost, but but like more like she's a cloud. Yeah, it's, she's a person made out of a cloud. It's just like that sort of just is around him. Does that make sense? Yes. What if he can? What if he's still like he calls himself? the grocery storm and he still calls her grandma. Like it, there's just this, this entity, like this cloud that's constantly around him. And it's a reminder of the stupid mistake he made trying to fix the store that didn't need fixed. But then they, he ends up to atone for all of those things. He works with her and she lives on, like she's no longer sick. Right. Obviously she's living as a cloud now, but well, whatever. But it's more that he has control over the weather, that he's yeah. not he doesn't become the weather. Right. Grandma is the the yeah. real And like the they, they work together. Just the string puller. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like it. So then his I think I kinda touched on it, but like his purpose afterwards is really just to kind of make up for the mistakes that he's made. And maybe it does something to the grocery store. Like maybe it I don't know, maybe it does They would still want to help people, you know get their groceries yeah yeah maybe they start delivering grocery on the wind <laughs> i like that his he wants to atone for what he's done maybe he he sees that part of the discovery from that experience was it's really important the food that people put in their body and it's not about just getting it to them quickly and cheaply it's about yeah. the whole experience the social interaction and what is in it you can't just give them this garbage to turn my grandmother into a cloud for bloody sake <laughs> um but so there so there's that kind of overarching like let's we should help the world be better because yeah. of these things i think for sure this character's uh secret lair is not so secret and it is the family grocery store like that's 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 its lair that's where this that's where the supplies are mm -hmm. grandma lives in the air conditioning ducts or something <laughs> acts as door greeter once in a while no, there's just usually she's just in there so that gro that's how they save the grocery store is that there's a cloud in a rainbow in the grocery store all the time <laughs> she the cloud and it rains into like a, a big pool there's like a fountain and and then, like, when they goes do... over and, like, sprinkles the produce periodically. <laughs> when they when they do um, when they do promotions, they get one of those, like, floppy man things outside. But she she is, like, filling the floppy man herself. So it, like, starts walking around, like, greeting people. I figured she just, like, shaped the clouds into different things out front. Like, it, like, made them say, like, a big sign above in clouds that says... Welcome yeah. to whatever grocery store. She can pick pick up like a a pallet of of candy, like Skittles or something, and then just start like raining Skittles and Reese's pieces on people. Thursdays are like caramel day or something. Like every there each day, there's a different. Over in one section, it just rains candy. 
initially before we even introduced the grandma concept i had i had envisioned this character having some sort of telekinesis that allows him to control and manipulate any item that has a upc or barcode printed on it could it maybe it has to do because he had all this like desire for technology and systems and that that mm-hmm. he's some computer system that he was trying to install he's been able to like somehow combine that with like the electrical waves around that grandma provides from the the storms or something and and be able to use that to read uh read and then manipulate mentally yeah items with the upc code i just i imagine he can just be in a in a grocery store aisle and just uh kind of clench his fists at his side and all of these items just start like floating off of the shelves and kind of surround him <laughs> in like a like a swirl. Yeah, yeah. He can project them, That's he can like great. throw them at people or he can use it to kind of barricade himself. You could throw like a, a bag of rocks or something and then like have it like come apart yes, as it yeah. got towards somebody. That's awesome. <laughs> or the same thing with Cheetos cat food any anything in a bag really fruit loops that's the second time i've mentioned cat food this podcast it's gonna be the second time i reference poopy scoops because that's what i was gonna say (laughs) i like that a lot i like the the that the the idea to manipulate the upc things because that they have the upc codes because it's especially funny that then the grocery storm no matter where he is Always knows the price of all the items nearby. Yeah, that's that's He's just great a... when you want to go do some comparison shopping. <laughs> it's a perk. Yeah, not not really a power, just a perk. No, just a just a, a nice little mega bonus, mega perk, mega perks. <laughs> so Grandma basically can manipulate the weather, right? Like that's, but but just like just rain and wind and thunder and lightning right like not the sun because right yeah and and he can put stuff this is weird (laughs) he can he can put grocery products in in the cloud oh right yeah for sure so you can also start grocery an online grocery (laughs) delivery business called groceries from the cloud yes where you order your groceries online and then they fall from the cloud the weakness would really be that um you know an opponent could just quickly tear upc codes off off of off of things yeah but they still control the weather so i mean yeah not much you can do about a lightning strike (laughs) go inside (laughs) right but she can go inside that's Right? She's the weather that goes inside. Ah! I guess lightning rods, that would be a, a weakness. Yeah. Or like farmer's markets because there are no UPC codes. Well, I mean, I guess the, the, the guy only has access to the grocery goods and, and then his, his storm-wielding grandmother cloud. Yeah. So the... The, I mean, he would be relatively susceptible to like fight. You know what I mean? Like he 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 has to be pretty cautious that he not get too close to a, yeah. a particular villain. 
But I could see that, I guess, they would be fighting villains who... Like, they would be particularly fighting people who were uh, restricting access to food and and basic societal rights or something, like the basic day-to-day benefits of humanity. Like, anybody who's... This is really good. These are, like, this is the heroes that the UN needs or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's the grocery store, man. Potable water fill. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a a villain called the mystery shopper. <laughs> I like that. And I think they I think this this person is like a is a grocery assassin. Like goes into grocery stores and marks things down, has like a some sort of a has some sort of a device that can like re they can retag items. Maybe they want to break down. They want to break down the societal system for groceries. Like they want to break down access to like the 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 system that we all know. The basic go to the grocery store and they'll ring them up through the you know thing. Like he just wants to break that down. So he like has a thing that will completely like deact marks through and deactivates UPC codes. So he'll go through and deactivate. So this is part of you know that that makes it especially tough for the grocery storm. Yes. Maybe just like damages the products too, like leaves. How many times have you been at a grocery store and they've tried to scan that one item that you need and they can't get the price and then they have to send someone to go grab the price yep. and then it's wrong? Yeah. How does this happen? Mystery shopper. Yes. Cracked eggs? Mystery shopper. Those carts with the one wheel that won't go? Oh. Just to clarify. I'm picturing the name of Mystery Shopper to be Mr. E. Shopper. <laughs> that almost sounds like his twin who does the same thing but to online goods. <laughs> right, Mr. E. Shopper. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Andrew Kapoor threw away his college career searching for ways to modernize his family's long-standing and beloved grocery store, Kapoor's Pantry. After an ill-fated thesis presentation of his grocery-bagging drone prototype, Andrew was forced to leave school without graduating. He returned to his rural hometown without a degree and despite his disdain for traditional grocery management, reluctantly took an assistant manager position at his family's grocery store under the careful mentorship of his ailing yet ever diligent grandmother. Unable to mute his desire to modernize his family's successful business, Andrew implemented a slew of unnecessary changes within the store, including paid advertisements on produce boldly branded trucker caps for all employees, and self-slicing deli meats. Andrew's reckless practices left his family in a tremendous amount of debt. In fact, the entire business was about to go into default and none of his relatives were the wiser. In a last-ditch effort to correct his mistakes, Andrew secretly set up a display of the genetically engineered and dairy-free Lyco Milk Energy Shake. 
exhausted and careless, Andrew forgot to keep the experimental protein shakes at proper temperature, leading to a violent chemical reaction that enveloped an unsuspecting Grandma Kapoor when she arrived early to open the store. Andrew watched in awe as his grandmother's body dissipated into a shapeless haze. He reached out to help her and found that with a mere thought, he could move anything branded with a simple UPC. He quickly locked the entrance, and with the help of his grandmother the Cloud, Andrew cleaned the entire store before anyone else could be transformed by the mess he had created. Using their combined powers to rebuild Andrew's reputation through good deeds, the two relatives eventually began helping citizens throughout the region. They specialized in halting thefts, preventing fraud, and announcing store-wide clearance sales. In their travels, the duo faced a sinister figure named Mystery Shopper. He sought to undermine the entire paradigm of grocery shopping by causing accidents in grocery stores across the globe. Andrew and Grandma Kapoor assumed a single identity as they traveled the country, fighting crime and trailing the consistently chaotic Mystery Shopper. Weekly advertisements the world over proclaimed the duo the grocery industry's greatest champion. The Grocery Storm. And there you have it. The grocery storm, this week's mega hero. Adam, I can't believe some of the things we did with the character this week. I, I, I mean, going, I felt like we were still distanced, like there was still a distance between the character and, and somebody else and didn't know who it was. And when we started talking about the grandmother and where you went with it, like that opens up so many character possibilities for for like what they can do now it's a great this whole process of bringing it to bring an idea to each other that we've sort of started to work out but are kind of in the now i need to go deeper and really properly develop this character phase that this process at least for me it just jumps all through all of these steps of character development of really like understanding the depth of who this person is mm -hmm. because you're forced to explain it for one thing so then just in the process of explaining it you're going to better understand what you understand but then in the asking of questions from the other person and in the posing of questions to the other person all of that questioning you just start examining all these parts of the person that you hadn't really looked at before that were sort of your blind spots and then whatever the other like uh, the other person is going to find some part of it interesting that you didn't or think of something completely different mm -hmm. which might either be an amazing revelation it might be a crazy thing that's just a ridiculous thing it might be a crazy thing that makes you think of the next thing that's the yes. amazing revelation like i mean that's what for me, it's the discovery process of how many rounds of decisions on any one element of a piece of fiction you have to go through. That that this really is a good illustration of that in an hour. Like yeah. You gotta go through a lot of things to get the beginnings of uh, the, the origin for this character. Exactly. Good stuff, man. Great stuff. Okay, 
Mega. Mega. Can't find oh. it. <laughs>